We are live. Welcome to Things Network. I have my girl Jennifer Rose here as a host with me tonight. I'm really excited to have you here, friend. Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on Things Network and Transcend with Debbie all over the place right now. Woo! Thank you, Debbie. Good to be here. I always love working with you. I know. And look at who showed up. Seashells, I love Ooh. her. Like Hello. she's just popping it up. And you know, for those that are on Facebook, put your name in the comments so we know who you are. Like for those that are not following on StreamYard, your name is gonna just show up as a Facebook user. Trust me, we appreciate that you're here, but I'd like to give you a shout out by name, you know? Like, let's see what's up. Oh, it's Paul Jason. Hi, Paul. Hiya. Hello, Paul. So nice to have you here. Give me one second as I put in the StreamYard um, link in. Why don't you say some hellos, my friend? As I put the StreamYard um, link in the comments so people can jump in with us, if you don't mind. Hello to Luana. Good to see you. And hello, Aspen. Great to see you, too. And my little eyes. <laughs> A couple more Facebook users. <laughs> There's Debbie Romero. Yeah! <laughs> um, I'm so hello, grateful. Everyone. Yeah, so... Tonight is going to be an interesting night. It's one of those nights where it's like, ooh, right? Like, we are opening up the platform for anyone who wants to share their story. A lot of times we are left in awe and we still sit and wonder, oh, my gosh, what was that that I just experienced? Or what was that that I felt? Or we had a dream or I could feel spirit around me or just, you know, just a lot of mystery or unknown can has happened for many of us. And we thought together, like, how cool is that for us to come together and just open up the platform for one to someone can share their story, but also so that we can hold space to see what our thoughts are about it. Right. Right. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, before anyone is brave enough to jump in, Jennifer, will you mind just introducing yourself a little bit of who you are, your background, so people know a little bit about who Jennifer Rose is? Oh, thank you, Debbie. I really appreciate it. So um, I'm a medium just like Debbie and I'm also a healer, a spiritual teacher. Um, I run a Sunday service. Um, I have experience with trans mediumship and trans healing. Um, and I'm also um, have experience in physical mediumship. So that's where we get a lot of really fun physical phenomenon. And so that's why it's kind of nice that we're here today, that we might be able to give a little bit of a different perspective on you know, things that people might be seeing or hearing and see them from a different point of view. Right. And I think that's really cool because I know there have been many of times where, you know, what was that that I just felt? Or was that really a dream? Was it a visitation? Or, you know, that's for as a medium now, I know that that was a visit and that was the presence for me and how I feel into that. Right. Um, for someone who is trying to understand it, sometimes they can get scared. Um, what would you have someone um, go through, like break it down? Let's say, for instance, it's a presence or a visitation. How would you explain a visitation to someone as we wait for comments? What would you yes. do? How would you explain that? Mm -hmm. So um, if you feel like you're like not the only one in the room, most likely it's going to be a loved one or a helper. The hard thing is because you can't see who's there, you don't know who's there, and it might be a new experience for you, it's very natural to feel a little fearful when these things happen. Now, Debbie and I are so used to feeling spirit around us, and we'll feel other people's loved ones when we're working, you know, and possibly they may give us a little hint of who they are before we're working, but um, we're so used to it that it doesn't scare us, right? And right. so... Um, the more you become um, aware of spirit and how beautiful spirit is, how intelligent spirit is, how fascinating and how much magic goes into, you know, making their appearance and, and kind of blending the two worlds. If you think about it as it's a very fascinating, beautiful gift to have right. that experience. It's really exciting. So for us mediums, we may see something or feel something, a presence here, or even possibly even see, you know, with our actual eyes, a presence here. And we would be very excited about it. We'd want to call our friends and say, oh, my God, come over. Or like, right. Yeah, something, right? right. Right. 
somebody else who's not used to that, they may call their friends and say, get over here, I'm scared. <laughs> Can I come right. over? That's the difference. But it's because we've gotten used to it and we have an understanding. So hopefully maybe we can um, help you to feel a little more excited and a little less careful. But just in your perspective, just in your awareness of, wait a minute, maybe this is something exciting. Maybe this is a gift. Maybe this is spirit. Wow, look at that. Right. Now, Fran, I want you to push your earbuds in just a little bit because we lost your audio for a second. Uh, but you, yeah. You, How's that? Is that better? It's much better, Fran. Yay. We are in for a treat. My friend, Paul J. Sick, has just joined us backstage. Woo! He actually has worked the Queen Mary. So I know oh, wow. when he pops in, he's just going to be this magical fairy dust for us. Hello, nice hello. And Debbie, I come to bring you some news. Tell me, Paul, tell me. I am returning to the Queen Mary as a tour guide Friday the 13th. No way. Oh. <laughs> so, like, do I get front row seats? Can I come? Absolutely. Uh, let, let me get on board. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, like going back to old home week. I was uh, a tour guide there, uh, 80 to 84, and I brought the spruce goose into the dome. And now here, 40 years later, I've returned. Nice. And uh, it's quite, you know, the paranormal on board is pretty intense. Yes. And uh, that, it, that was really my paranormal college. I worked in three really haunted places. I worked there. I worked at the comedy store uh, as a stand-up comic. And also at the uh, Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. The Shining has written about it. Mm. So... That, that was my college uh, courses in parapsychology and working with spirit. Wow. Now tell us, Paul, you have my girl who is in awe with all of this. Jennifer Rose is just like this beautiful, like ready to like show me what you got. What would you like to share out of all those three different places? What's the biggest story that leaves you in awe? Well, there are two side-by-side -side stories. When I was a, uh, working at the Stanley Hotel, <clears throat> I was making beds during the day, and then they had a dinner theater at night. So I was a house person during the day, and I had just shut the door and was talking to the other guy that I was working with, and we heard this huge clatter in this hotel room. Now, this was 1978, the summer of 1978. So I went to open the door again, and the chain was on the door. Now, I literally had just shut the door. I'm like, who could be inside the room to put the chain on the door? Right. So I jammed the door open, and he's going, what are you doing? And I could look in, and all of the, there was a chair and an ottoman, and I'm trying to remember, it was all piled in the middle of the bed in less than a second. And I went, I'm done. I'm done today. I got to <laughs> go. I'm out of here. And like I flew down the main staircase and got in my car and like drove to Boulder. I was out of there. Oh so that gosh. was the, the biggest, one of the biggest moments. And on the Queen Mary, I um, was standing in the first class swimming pool, which is very active. And it depended on the flow of the tour. Usually sometimes we took people through the ship, uh, but if it wasn't terribly busy, they just stationed us along the tour route. So I'm standing there waiting and thinking and out of the corner of my eye i saw someone walk behind the post right i see it okay go and ahead, i went go ahead. did is it so i said something that i walked down the stairs to look there were wet footprints right i see uh, that and i went okay then all right back in the day from 80 to 84 that that current uh lisor did not want us talking about stuff like that because they didn't want people to think that it was, you know, scary, you know, who wants to have a, a disembodied voice talking to their children in a hotel room, you know? Yeah. So, but now it's a marketing tool. We, everybody wants to know about all the, right. uh, you know, and the, the Queen Mary is very unique in the fact that her iron hull is, uh, let me move my camera there. Her iron hull holds the impression much like, remember chrome cassette tapes? Mm -hmm. It holds the impression and she's sitting in water. So the con conductivity, so when sensitive folks like all y'all come on board, you know it immediately that you are standing in several layers of history, all swirling around you at the same time. Right. 
Jennifer, did you pick up anything as he was talking about what he saw or what he was feeling into? Were you able to pick up on the energy of the of the soul for the spirit? Well, well, with the hotel, it's really interesting because um, I mean, and I almost got the sense that they were like having a party. <laughs> it sounded like a party atmosphere, and everything came into the center. You said right, mm -hmm. so that that's interesting to me how everything almost got just kind of like pushed or pulled right to center in the mm -hmm. middle of the room. So there's something there. Do you see what I'm saying? There's something there that's kind of like a vortex or like a portal, but mm -hmm. it's like, I, I, I just talking about it, I starting to get a little dazed, <laughs> which, is, which is really interesting. But it, it almost reminds me of like the core of the earth a little bit, you know, like mm -hmm. you're in this, this mm -hmm. center point, you know, and it's like, so it makes me want to stop and just look at that, like, look at that at what's happening in the middle. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? You know, yes. like everything's not here, but then it all comes back to here right. so i just feel like there's a message there you know there's a yeah. message of what do we what do we get from that like what could we learn from that you know besides that they were having a lot of fun doing that because that takes a lot of work to move that stuff you know right and that fast because usually you're gonna have a seance if the tables are gonna lift or move or something it's gonna take a little time to get those things to happen but for you you're saying all that furniture moved like all at once just i literally happened, right? shut the door heard this noise opened mm -hmm. the door, the chain was our, it, it couldn't have been a full two seconds. Mm -hmm. And then to look through that, cause I could look into the room, into the mirror and see the furniture piled in the middle of the bed. And that was enough for me. Right, you're like, I'm out, peace out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I I was 19. In the, bed, in the middle of the bed, okay. Yeah, I right. went, okay, uh, I'm not sure. Of, yeah, was it still in the middle of the room or it was like more like in the on the bed? It was on the bed. So in order to, for a human being to lift it and, yeah. you know, put it in the middle of the bed would have taken a few, at least a few minutes. Okay. So that's when I went, okay. this is unearthly and I got to go. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I'm out of here. Can I ask you, Paul, they're showing me in my, in my impression, I'm seeing like these stairways that go up. So I don't know if this is like the house, the way it was made, but I feel like there's this huge open floor and I feel like I'm going up these stairs. It's such a beautiful entrance is what's being shown to me. That's so exactly right. The opening of the Stanley Hotel, when you walk through the front door, you're met with a beautiful lobby and a gorgeous staircase right ahead of you yes. that then splits on either side. And there's a lovely, beautiful uh, arched window with a window seat there. Then yes. you step around and there and then you go up to the second, you bet. And then it continues to a third floor, one more. So you're right. exactly and see, right. And I see a woman just standing there like, yeah, I did that. So she's mm -hmm. like, so yeah. She has seen a lot at the top of the stairs. You're exactly yes, right, Debbie. Yeah. There, there are spirit photos of her. Oh, wow. Check this out. Because that's what she's like. Yeah, I could feel the energy going up the stairs. And she's got this Victoria, like her windows. And I feel like she just has this glance. And she's just watching everybody go by. And it's like very proper. Like, come on, you come in. A lot of heartache. A lot of uh, things that this woman experienced. But also grateful. I feel either the hotel closed or, you know, opened up. And it was like the loss. And just she just wanted the people to come in is the feeling I get with that specific um story now when you speak about the queen mary i actually see another woman which is interesting very petite and, and i want to see first what jennifer gets so jennifer what do you get with the queen mary like queen what do you do with go, that on the wet foot on the water yeah i love the oh, gosh <laughs> oh god let me feel into that a little bit and I have my Halloween cup for specifically for today. <laughs> you know, it's it's the hold on. It's interesting because the way that I'm going to approach it from a little bit more of a technical point of view. The way for spirit to make make that happen, they have to change the the atmosphere, right, to create the water. Like I've I've 
had seen and experienced like water coming from the ceiling when there's like no pipes up there and there's no leaks up there, like little raindrops almost. So you'd think they would probably have to make the air very cold to cause the condensation to be able, and then to put the footprints on there, you know, like that's pretty fascinating. We're pretty familiar with the coldness, right? That we can feel when spirits around. So just from that more technical, technical point of view, it's really quite fascinating, but then they did it down low too. It's interesting. So what they would have to do is change the atmosphere to be able to create that sort of like condensation kind of feel to put those wet footprints. But it's like, to me, it feels like somebody really wants to be noticed. Somebody really like, don't just feel me. Like I'm here, like see me, like see me. I'm here. That's what I'm feeling. Like see me. I walked here. I walk here. This is part of my story. You you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. At the time we did have water in the pool and there is a slide that there would be water coming down the slide because I was always afraid I would need to go to the bathroom with all that running water. But um, so, but they haven't had water in the pool itself, I think in the past 25 years because of the weight. So then it did. So it'll be interesting to go back and see what people have experienced currently. Can I ask you, was there, I don't know if there's a number three on this, if it was a third floor or like I saw the number three, like I was trying to get, I got the number five, four and three. So there's something about where you were. Was that the number where you were? Like, tell me what that means. What that means, my dear, my sweet friend, before she had her name, she was a job number in Clydebank, Scotland at the John Brown shipyards. And she was known as job number five, three, four before she was christened before she was christened with the name queen mary god and i just love like i saw her and i saw her her presence but i also saw two children next to her so there was two kids that i felt like i was holding hands for them and so Mm -hmm. lots of pictures of her like either there's some type of mirror or some type of like um as you pass, I feel like there's some type of window or mirror, and I feel like people can see her imagery in that. So this is going to be fun. I cannot wait to come see you. Paul. You, ha- you must come. You I must, must come. come. You know, she's so layered because there are vortexes on board. There are ghosts, mm-hmm. uh, and there are imprints. And so when you think, you know, she's had more people on board than any other ship. She had 16,500 people on board at one time when she was a troop carrier during World War II. She was the first ship in the world to have a synagogue and a kosher kitchen. So her spirituality, there was a Catholic chapel on board for both first and second class. But all over the ship on Sundays, the captain would offer a non-denominational service in the first class main lounge. You'd be amazed how many people from second and third class suddenly had to have a little religion on Sunday morning so they could see how the other half lived. So she is, she's very tied in with spirituality, just in, as, as she was created. So um, I'm very excited to return. She is. That, that Queen Mary almost didn't get finished, and it was a spiritualist medium. I'm trying, was it Helen Duncan? Was that who it was? It was one of the spiritualist mediums who was helped to be responsible for getting that ship to get finished being built. There was a story for a yeah. very long time ago that when she was launched, when you launch a ship, it's basically to see if it'll float. So she was launched in 1934, mm-hmm. and the story went that there was a tea leaf reader by the name of Lady Mabel Fortescue Harrison, who said this ship will know her greatest fame and glory when she never sails another mile and never carries another fair paying passenger in 1934. They would never imagine that she would end up on the west coast of the United States. Wow. I know, that's amazing. Yeah. I did. I did get the year 1964. What does that mean? What would? How would that be relevant for the stories that you were sharing? 1964 is probably air travel was suddenly taking over. You know, the Queen Mary and her sister ship, the Queen Elizabeth, were very fat. The Queen Mary carried the Atlantic record for a very long time, crossing in three days, 20 hours. That's really fast. She's just a few feet shorter than the Empire State Building. So in 1964, that was one of the tipping points where more people began to fly than take a ship. They would rather spend nine hours in the air than three days at sea. And so that's when Cunard uh, Steamship Lines was realizing it may be time to uh, change things. And they offered the Queen Mary and her sister ship, the Queen Elizabeth, for auction. And the city of Long Beach bought her for 
$3.5 million, which Whoa. that's not even the small budget for a, a Hollywood blockbuster. Right. Now, so. I, see a, I see a gentleman that steps forward that must have been the captain of this ship and at some point. And I heard the name Jeff or Jefferson. I don't know how this resonates for you, but he had a little mustache here. And I felt his very strong, like right in here. Mm -hmm. And I thought he has this really strong demeanor, just grad, like, like right on. Like there's so much. I feel like you actually went there and you actually touched the the, the steering wheel and you just was like, kudos like right on great job you gave him like praise and gratitude and he's just giving that respect back to you um for honoring the ship and the love that you have for the queen mary so i can feel that for you paul that's thank so you you know to be given the command of the queen mary was just before your retirement you became the commodore for the Cunard line so in her 31 years of service she had 34 captains so you didn't serve for very long before you were, and I'll have to look through the list because okay. um, they do have a marvelous list of each of the photographs. But you know, they, they found out that they needed to kind of keep it quiet because these men, especially for this ship, were very attached to her. And one of the captains at sea was given the notice that this was his last crossing. Oh. And he passed away in his bed that night. I was gonna say, was he there? And oh wow, Jen, what do you, I feel? Jen, um, go ahead, Jen. You know, I'm just. I don't know if you can um, validate this lady, but she's she's very elegant. But she's like kind of like in white, like almost like in a white suit, and she's got a little hat on, and it's got a little bit of like the netting. She's very much of that time period, but she's very elegant and she's very mm -hmm. graceful. Mm -hmm. um, and I almost get like she could be like a Charlotte or Char Char something like that kind of name to her. So I'm not sure if you could recognize that lady, but um, the lady in white is seen very often in the first class main lounge. The first class okay. main lounge was a gorgeous room and it, it was like the lobby of a grand hotel. So there would be a lot of occasional sofas and tables. In the afternoons, it was a great spot to maybe have a nice little card game. Yeah. Uh, tea was served all over the ship at four o'clock because, oh, yeah. lots of smoking, <laughs> lots of smoking. And then in the I see the gorgeous chandeliers. I think you and I, Jennifer mm -hmm. and Paul, should just go sit in that lounge yeah. and have a little toast and just come on that love. Like, oh my oh. God. And like, the, this new operator has cleaned the ship. I was there last Thursday. Yeah. I can't tell you, she looks better than she has in years. In fact, we couldn't get into the beautiful observation bar, which was the first class bar that overlooks the bow because they were shampooing the carpets. And I know that hasn't done it, been done in 30 years. So you must come, you must come see how gorgeous she looks and let me tell you stories. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do they still Jennifer. have like the little, um, like the little dining room? Cause it's almost like, cause back then the way she's showing me is like the little containers where they'd have like the little jams and the little tiny knives and things like that. And she's just Certainly. showing me how like fancy and elegant everything was. And she's showing well, me the music <clears> playing too. Like the really nice music playing in the rooms, and it was well, just usually there was a little a little was, um, yeah. four piece a string orchestra. So there would be yeah, some light right, light some chamber room. music because there was a little right. stage in the main lounge. Now, uh, yeah. especially in first class, you would want to make sure two things: when you boarded the ship, there was a big table that was the exact map of the first class dining room, because the first class dining room was large enough to seat all eight hundred passengers at one seating. There were also four private dining rooms in the corner. So if you're having a special event, maybe you want to celebrate a birthday, you can have a small private dining room and, you know, three times a day, but also the people that were traveling. So you would step up to this table and speak to the dining steward and you've been given the passenger list a few days before you boarded. This might be a lovely time to join the Kennedys or the Vanderbilts or the Rothschilds at dinner in the evening, because everyone dresses for dinner. And you could discuss a little business. A lot of business went on in the first class dining room with all of the folks. You know, I definitely um, feel a party coming. <laughs> and we're going to bring back the fabulous Sunday brunch in the first class dining room in February. In February, Jen, I think you and I eventually will, that'll be our, our meet point. 
I have not been to the Queen Mary yet, so it's oh, not you must come. Me neither. Let me know. Let me show you. But, yeah, I want to see like because she's just showing me like the what do you call it, the candlesticks, and it's just like how everything and the ornate and everything was just because she showed me. Look how fancy everything was back then. So I don't know. It's very fun. Yeah, I can <laughs> that. It's very elegant. I was seeing a chandelier, like the lighting. I that's what era I was given, and I was just like, oh man, yeah. there's this beautiful red couch, or it's almost like this soft plush, like a velvet soft suede kind of feeling is what I'm getting. Like I can just sit in there and just I don't even smoke, but I feel like this lady would have had this long old cigarette. I just feel like she's just like making her little circles and like, come on in, darling, come on in. So I know that um, me and you, Jennifer, are going to have some fun in there. Yeah, we'll, we'll go have a little seance. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Mr. J. Sick, you're welcome to join us. We're going to come visit you. I just adore you so much. I'm just so grateful that you popped in here with us this evening. Um, so grateful for you. On Friday the 13th, you will be in my mind, my heart, my spirit, always um, doing your thing. For those that are watching, follow Paul J. Sick. He does Tarot Tuesdays amazing soul you have his bio says i just want to be a good person i'm just a good person and and you sure are a good person so thank you friend for jumping in here so nice to meet you paul nice meeting you we'll see each other <laughs> oh look at so. i just learned i'm learning you'll be so proud of me tara look at you oh, we got a trade you got to come help me and i will help you <laughs> It's a date. It's a date. We got you. Take care, Mr. J6. Bye. Oh, that was so fun. So nice. Oh my oh, God, Debbie. He's so he's, nice. Um oh. he is an amazing soul. Amazing bio. Yeah. He, he actually is a uh, writer. He's on TV. You can find him everywhere. Yeah. Comedian, all of that. But follow. The warmth, the warmth, the kindness, that openness. Oh my gosh. I know. Beautiful. Like I just. Hi, Nancy. Our girl Nancy's here. I know. She's on YouTube, and you know, anyone that wants to jump in, y'all, you have a story that you either experienced or you were just walking into something, and you were just feeling that cold breeze. Like, totally come in, share your experience. Like, obviously, you could see we don't have to be there. We just spirit will come to us and explain to us, like. This is what we're feeling. This is what we want to share. This is what we're chiming in on. And so, oh, he's such a beautiful soul. He came yeah. with power. What a great it's way beautiful. to start. I love learning about the Queen Mary because a lot of those things I didn't know. But, like, it's interesting to me because there is a tie to spiritualism, you know, from way back in the day, you know, before the Queen Mary was just starting to get built and launched and everything. So there's that tie to spiritualism. And, of course, spiritualists believe in the proof of the afterlife and, you know, and all of that. So it's very interesting to me that what it's become now today. And so here we are, you know spiritualist mediums still going to visit, still going to see physical phenomena, spiritual phenomena, and connect with spirit in that really mag magical way. Right. You know, hey a big word that you'll hear um, oftentimes here in this world work is that the building or the ship is alive. Have you mm -hmm. heard someone say that? And I feel like when, when I was doing a couple of paranormal investigations or just stepping into a building just as we did with him we got to feel into the livelihood of the spirits that of what they did how they celebrated from the toast to the little jams and to mm -hmm. the, using those little forks and the kids and just you know that means that this, the the life of what the building has or that structure or that specific boat you know that's speaking to the soul is speaking to us and so i really love that i um, mean he really did bring that presence. Yeah. And it really, it really like when I stop and think about it, I, you start to question what's real. What is reality? How solid is it real? Really? You know, we think it's solid. We, you know, we can knock on things. We can feel it that, you know, but we know that the molecules actually, you know, are, have space in between them. They're vibrating really low, but right. when you're in a place where there is, you know, a high concentration of what we would call the power around. And they're really trying to show us there's much more to, than meets the eye. Nothing is quite as what it seems. So it really is a great opportunity for people to go visit, to experience things, feel things, see things, 
and start to remember nothing is as it seems, you know, that there's way more than meets the eye and start to see that because that opens up your awareness. Right. Let's go there. Let's go there. Because I know um, as I step into a paranormal investigation, you're speaking, they're in the power. A lot of times, Mm -hmm. you know, we use that word, but some people may not understand what does it mean to be in the power? So if you were to give an explanation to someone who's learning, who wants to open up, who wants to go in there with their their devices to to check in on the scientific level, what's here? How can one step into the power on their own? Okay, well, a lot of people would describe the power like energy. And like, you know, and then when we talk about sitting in the power, we kind of intentionally expand our energy. And we think of as building the power or like trying to like build up like a storage of energy or like a battery of energy. So that's one way that it's kind of easy for our minds to understand. Now, I think of the power as more than energy. It's spirit, it's consciousness, it's awareness. That's very powerful. And all we have to learn to do is learn to focus on it. As we focus on it, we get to like what I'm going to say is remembering it. And by remembering it, then we become aware of it. And you start to realize the power is in you. The power is around you. The power is moving and you're in it and you're of it and it's around you and it is you. It's all that at once. You know, that's where we get to describe the indescribable. So we're kind of moving into that infinite spiritual space, but the physical reality, the spiritual reality, earth, heaven are not separate. And so this is where we start to understand the becoming of one or the heaven on earth or the earth into heaven because they're very connected. But Debbie and I, you and I have learned to just, we can just move into it, but we always know it's there because we've been doing this so much. And this is a great question. I love the way you explained that first off before we go into this next question, because um, I've often, I love what you're saying, expand the energy for those that are going into paranormal and they're going into investigating. I ask spirit to attune me to the building, attune me to the energy of this build, of mm-hmm. this structure. So I'm reading the impressions of what's in within that building, within the structure and what, you know, those uh, timelines that they want specific information from. So mm-hmm. what are you looking for? Make the intent and expand the energy, as you said, to everything. Expand yeah, it out. Just, so- think of it like think of it like you're pushing your aura out. That's an easy way yeah. to, to describe it, but it's more than that. It's it's really right. your awareness becoming much bigger, much less limited. We're very focused here in our physical reality and in our individual experience. It's very focused awareness, and we're just moving that awareness back out again and making it bigger, like bigger, more unlimited. And I think that's a big lesson in this is the unlimitedness. Now the power can feel very heavy, I'm sure, because you've done a lot more of this investigative work than I have, but power can feel very heavy in places where there's a lot of activity. And that doesn't mean anything bad. It just means there's a lot of power here. So that's really cool. You know, it's, it's, you think of it as concentrated, but it's, it's definitely there to teach you something, show you something, tell you something. Is it kind of like the deja vu moment where you walk in and you're like, well, I've been here before. Or like you went into a building and you're like, this is not what I walked into. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me come back out. Let me come back in. So um, the biggest, I, I do have, um, there's meditations on sitting in the power. Mm-hmm. You can meditate. You can expand your energy. You can you can go to Transcend with Debbie on Spotify and, and, and connect to spirit. And that'll open the energy to everything that exists. The earth, mm-hmm. the water, the air, the cosmos. You imagine the energy just going to everything that exists. Like, out of your house, big as an avatar, growing. What you know? Let's start to listen to the cars' noise, honking, the birds chirping. Give your energy outside and start to expand that out, and it just grows. And so, don't mm-hmm. forget to bring it back in, y'all. Though you know, because yeah. then you'd really be walking around feeling everything. <laughs> so here's well, Mandy. Go ahead, Jen. Go ahead. We're I was going to say. When you get that expanded, you're very much in that other space and that spiritual space. So you do ha- you do want to kind of come back, you know, well, you, you might not want to, but it's a good idea because if you get in your car and you're like going to the store, you're going to end up driving half an hour past where you were supposed to be because you're so like high on spirit. So oh, yeah, it's yeah. a good idea to bring it back, bring it back down, bring it back in. And, and what that's doing is it's bringing your awareness back into a more focused space. The bigness is always there. It's just tuning into it, learning to tuning into it. 
That's where it gets real fast. You can just tune into your own power too. And so, and there's so much here, just tuning into that makes you realize you're all that too. Right. So So for me, one of the beautiful gifts that I like to share, like for me, that was given to me, it's like, let's bring that silver cord right into that earth star chakra, call your angels to ground that energy and it brings everything in. And Mm -hmm. so you can just naturally ground yourself into that earth star, wrap it into that heartbeat of the earth and just say grounded, protected, supported. And it's always Mm -hmm. important to do that even before an investigation so that you are grounded, you are in that energy, even though you're grounded, you're also expanding. So you're anchoring. Exactly. So like um, a tree. Like a tree. <laughs> Just so, like a tree. Yeah. And a lot of power the, in the earth. A lot of power in that earth's core right, right there, right? That earth's core, a lot of power. You're anchored into that. You feel like you're here, but you also feel like you're everywhere at the same time. That's pretty fascinating to me, right. you know? And that's that root chakra power makes you feel like safe, secure, Wonder Woman. I can do anything, you know, I can. <laughs> so. Obviously, you guys know you're around some super women because we feel that we could do anything. <laughs> Watch it, world. We you try. Know, we try. My girl Mandy here from the UK. God bless your spirit. We have Mandy and we had Kaza in the house. And I know Kaza's in the UK, uh, Scotland, 3 a.m. I know it's about 3 a.m. for Mandy. And she has a question here. She says, sometimes I wonder if people walking are real, are spirit or real. I've seen and spoken to people who were actually spirit. They look as real as me and you. Have you had ever experienced that close of a presence? I have not, but Mandy's very lucky. I would love to be in her shoes. (laughs) To have that objective clairvoyance. I'd love it. Have you? I have. I had one time I had a reading. And it was a it was a couple that was coming, and I literally was laying down, and my whole entire bed just went. And I looked, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then I I went back to and I lay down. And I was like, "And this doesn't happen often. That's not how I see. But when that happens, I'm just like it catches you more. But that's mm-hmm. uh, 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 the need. The reading was so intense. It was such a depth read, and I just said, "Please come back." back but you can let you gotta let me sleep bro like let me me sleep and 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 for me it was just like oh wow that was so cool like when you were able to get that full-on powerful stuff i mean some people wait for years trying to get that you know they you know they sit for years trying to get that kind of phenomenon so if like if it's happening um for mandy like that would Go girl. Go girl <laughs> not a lot of people have objective clairvoyance where they're seeing, literally seeing spirit with their eyes, not just their mind's eye, but their eye eyes. So it's like, if you have that, it's a, it's a lovely gift. Yeah. Well, I'm We're lucky if we see, you know, little sparkles or a few orbs here and there, things right. like that. And that, you know, that's a lucky thing, but to see spirit. Oh yeah. <laughs> we love us uh, some sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, let's go. Cheyenne, thank you so much for being here. For the Facebook user, please put your name so we can see who's in here. And I also put the stream link in the comments. So if anybody wants to jump in, me and my girl are still here holding space in honor of spirit. Like, you know, this is what it's about. Coming together with love, awareness, and inspiration. And maybe just sharing our different perspectives. Like, Maybe like, aha, that makes sense. That happened to me or I get that, you know, I'm loving this. I saw Jeremy in here earlier. Thank you. Shout out to Jeremy for Things Network for hooking this up. I appreciate you for being here. Um, I just appreciate each and every one of you for being here. It's a true honor. We even have Eddie in the house. I'm in the house, fell asleep and woke up. You must have heard us stomping. I was like, did spirit wake you up, Eddie? Did they do it? (laughs) <laughs> did they My, give you a little shake <laughs> Tell them david the wants to share uh, a story well we live around a corner from a very haunted area and it's a, a well not area a restaurant which is called the shores and i remember just filming and then we were you're open so you know you were open spirit just flows and all these mm-hmm. little orbs just flying just like hello hello and we're coming from the vibe of just filming a, a paranormal and so we're still all excited and we're just ah and so they're dancing and having a good old time and celebrating and the orb just goes Shoo. and for someone who doesn't believe and they caught it on camera they're just like it like 
to this day, they're still like, what was that? What was that? And so I just, I just leave it alone. But what do you think that mm -hmm. was, Jen? I feel like you picking up. Did it have a color? I mean, I was just seeing kind of like this sort of purplish lavender color, kind of like almost as if it was moving in the sky, but I didn't see it as an orbs, but I'm curious if the orb had a color for Anomaly. you. I was seeing that, that violet purple kind of streaming through the sky there, which is really interesting. Um, I almost get a little, a little bit of ET kind of thing, which I don't normally see that too often. Like so that. that's really interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. But I, I, it feels, it felt loving to me. It felt like, like if you were to have that with you, silver purplish, if you were to have that with you, like right in front of you, like have, I could almost see it doing, wanting to do a little dance with you. And it's just all about love. That's and what we were doing. That's what we yeah, were doing. Like, we it's were like love and harmony. That's what that was. It was just like Aww. this beautiful manifestation of love and harmony. Isn't that lovely? He, well, but it feels very other dimensional in that sense of the word. That makes sense. Him and this gentleman were doing a little happy dance. They were just like high-fiving and doing the guy happy dance, you know, and I'm sitting there recording them like, are, are you serious? Like we're doing this? One was real tall, the other one's real short. So it was kind of like that Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> real tall. So I had to videotape that. Like I could not not record that. And they're doing their dance and here, they, here comes a the little orb. It was so mm -hmm. cute. It's so, so cool. You nailed it. Love it. You nailed it. Love I love it. it. Great story. Hey, Kaza. Thanks, hey, David. everybody. Thanks, David, for sharing your story. <laughs> I love that. Anyone else have a specific story or just wanting us to like hold space and see what we what we can do for you in, um, in regards to spirit? Was telling a story, the only thing left was the kitchen. Oh, yeah. So basically what happened was is that the building actually um, the structure was redone. So it used to be an old dive bar and it was a really, really rough, like old school. It's been there for years and it was just real dark, dingy, heavy. And then all of a sudden they remodeled. And so as they remodeled, the kitchen is what stayed, the integrity of the building and they changed the rest. And so they were talking about how a lot of activity happens in the kitchen and then the energy just kind of pushes through and when he said that it literally shot from the kitchen right through him like right by him so it was really interesting as he was expressing this story he gave it acknowledgement yeah yeah, yeah. is there like a foundation underneath the house like is there like a space that's underneath that or that building that structure that mm -hmm. you're aware of Okay, mm -hmm. I, so I was just picking up that there's like this space underneath there, and it's like there's something about that space that seems to, I can't, I can't feel into what it is, but there's something about the space underneath the building that affects what's in the building, if that makes sense. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. I'll have to ask. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can see what you're seeing. It's almost mm -hmm. like the dirt, and I can see kind of like a mount, like a little bit of a mountain rocky kind of thing is what I'm seeing. So I'll have to mm -hmm. ask. The, the people yeah. that need to know them. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Interesting. Okay. Anyone else have any questions for us? I mean, like, this is time. Ask a medium, y'all. Like, this is amazing stuff. Like, you can, even if you just have a question or you want a card, like, like go for it. Like, ask us. You got us. Like, come on, y'all. Don't be shy, right? <laughs> what do you want to share, uh, Jennifer, in reference to paranormal? Like, what do you want to share? Like, what it kind what, what is it that excites you about this work? You know, I like I like to like dive into like symbolic meanings of things. So that's fun for me. So it would be fun for me to have other people kind of give me their story and then like feel into it and see what else could it mean, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Into the Because I'm finding that a lot of what you know, a lot of uh, phenomenon is meant to show us something because it's all about know thyself, you know, in our journey. So there's there's the fun and the magic and the mystery of it. But there's also like, what does it teach me? And we talked a little bit about the nature of reality and the flexibility of it and the malleability of reality. It's definitely there's a lot of wiggle room there because it's not completely what we think it is. Spirit is intertwined into everything spirit is everything spirits you spirits me spirits the chair spirits this sunflower background it's everywhere and everything right so it's interesting so what the stories that they can teach us now i've told this story several times but um i had a, a gal come to me and um i've worked with her 
in readings and as a student before, and she's um, always very gracious about letting me share her story. But back in her 20s, she had this red hand appear in her bathroom, like on the bathroom. Oh, yeah, you were saying yeah, that. Yeah. And, um, and uh, no, that would startle anybody, right? You know, to have this red hand. And they literally had to like wipe it off. It didn't go away by itself. Sometimes those manifestations do go away by themselves. Like you could leave, you could leave phenomena on the wall and it may go away on its own at a specific period of time. But in this case, they took it off and, um, and, and she also had found her, her contacts like had come out of the little case and kind of dried up. Now that was a little irritating. Right. Of course. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, I've seen it happen. But, yeah. But I, I, asked my people like you know who were connecting with her people of what's going on with that and it the red hand is very symbolically just meant stop and red is the color of stop just like a stop sign right so that was real easy you know they were you know i heard them saying sorry like sorry that it scared you but in the end of the day you know i said you would have had to have had a big life shift at that time when that happened and she's like yes you know it was like relationship change a big move like really big life change happening all at once. And because she was intuitive and mediumistic as well, she had kind of felt loved ones around her too, specifically her grandfather. Um, that also told me because she's a medium that would, you know, influence this kind of activity for her because she had this kind of like untapped power that she didn't quite know what that was yet. Right. So now with the context, this was all about her being able to like see clearly that makes sense. But the good thing was spirit knew at some point, you know, she would make it all this way to have that kind of unfolded for her and get an answer. It made it might have taken 20 years, but it always comes to an answer in the end. It just has to. Right. You know, that's that's intense. Yeah. That's really it is. And, and, I, and I see how that would scare people. But when you figure out what it meant, oh, you know, it was like her her helpers, her higher self was saying, stop, we're changing, transformation, we're changing. That's kind of cool. Well, so I just do that like now, reading, <laughs> reading the sign. I know when you first hear it, everyone kind of goes like this. And then when you explain it, everyone goes, oh, wow. Like, right. and it's amazing. And that's where I like to see those little perceptive shifts are kind of fun. So it's really fun to decode things, you know, of what's happening. So that's what my little mind works. So it's real fun. And your friend, when you explained all that to her, and I know it took years, but I'm sure she had some form of relief. And now she's do, able to have that like, yeah. oh man, that yeah, is- Much bigger comfort level with spirit. Yeah, for sure. You know, right. and, um, but spirit will find ways to communicate with you. They're gonna like, we'll knock on your little wall there, make little wraps on the walls, different from house creeks. It's probably your grandma. Right. <laughs> Might be your helper. Right. <laughs> And then play with your lights, but think of it, they're putting in a lot of effort for you. So instead of being scared, be like, oh, you're putting in a lot of effort for me. Thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, Jen, my light in my room has been going off mm-hmm. for a couple of days now at like at three in the morning. And I wake up, I've been getting up, and I'm just like, okay, thank you. And then I'm like, okay, thank you. So they do this. They just, yeah. it's giving comfort. Like I'm here. I got you. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that when that happens. So if you like it, say, thank you. Remind spirit to say, you know, I see you. I acknowledge you. Um, think about whose birthday is coming up. What is you going through in your life at the moment? Your friend was going through a huge awakening. She needed that mm-hmm. stop, like slow it down. And here was that red hand that comes up to say, stop. You, there are signs in so many ways and spirit is using so many different ways to catch our attention. It's about unfolding, mm-hmm. unco- you know, changing the code, like decoding it. What does this mean for me? Yeah. Right. So thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. story. Thank you yeah, for that's, opening that's up. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. That was a cool one. Eddie is saying here, this house was built on, on monks. Monks. Prairie land. Let me put my glasses on, Eddie. You're making me read this. So the, one. the monks land going back to the 1300s, always lots of figures around, but they don't interact at all. Oh, okay. You, I feel Eddie, one, the one, obviously, we know you, you're a medium. And I, you know, I, and what comes to my impression, and Jennifer, you, you can tell me what comes to yours, but you know, have you ever heard someone do a platform meet, um, reading and they say spirit is in line? 
and they're lined up to work and like they're coming to share their story. I feel Eddie, these are people lined. This is what I feel. They're ready to work with you. Like a line is coming. That's my perception. Um, and that's what I'm, I just kind of felt into Jennifer. What do you, what is your perception? Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I feel like if you, if you want to Eddie, and if you have that intention, you, you can have some fun conversations <laughs> with them. You can learn a lot. You can learn a lot, learn a lot of history. Cause you know, if they're wanting to come in and tell their story, isn't that what we all do? We're all telling stories. We're all living stories, you know, right. and then to be able to come in back and share your story. Um, mm -hmm. But I feeling like these, these, there's, interesting because it was the monks too you know so there's a lot of that kind of holy energy in there too with that too i i, I can tell yeah. there's been hard i can tell there's been hardship but i can tell there's you know there's a lot of that too you know i got a book of knowledge yeah. right mm -hmm. book of knowledge. yeah yeah all that meditating all that praying <laughs> look what it did <laughs> Right. Cause I just, I, I definitely get the sense that there was like a, a cross that comes, you know, like God, that connection, mm -hmm. that faith. And the I holy, feel like the holy yeah. energy. Yeah. So if you were to have walked, I, I feel this Eddie, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but as spirit comes closer, I get the sense that you actually become them. So I feel like you've developed this, this transformation of, of blending so well with them. And it's like, okay, tell me what you want you're sitting in your couch they're holding your hand and i get the sense that you know you're looking outside at this tree and it's like you're grounding your energy you're planting your seeds and you say come a little closer who wants to talk so i feel like you've invited them friend because you've invited them allow them i see more writing with for them and more like auto writing that trance writing is what the sense i get and my eyes get really trancy as i talk to him about this so i can feel that energy it's just that greatness i've never been taught to do that though well they are there with you and we'll talk about that tomorrow in class if you come so but i loving this amazing questions um jennifer here's one for you from casa I see many clear faces and pictures I take in the dark in my room. Frustrating when I try to share the pictures and the face, the clear face isn't there. Oh, <laughs> That's happened. Go ahead. Go ahead, I, Jen. What you got? I think because it's just there for you. It, it, it's just there for you. You know, it's your little gift. It's your little special gift. But yeah, they're there for you. I said the same thing. Yeah. So God bless your spirit. Um, Kaza, this when um michelle came in with i hope i'm saying this right michelle mafat from the uk she has an amazing circle on mondays but she does the wax painting um readings have you ever seen someone do the wax readings i've heard of it but no i haven't seen it no we, we gotta get you to get one of those okay. Ooh, oh I got my one. god yeah, you get little shivers on the back of my head. Yes. Like, do it, do it. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I want to bring her back in so we can do this again. But I want to try to reach out to her. Um, she does an amazing. She has an amazing ability. She gets you pick three colors, and mine was white, clear white. It was red, and I don't know what the other color was that I chose. But she did a beautiful blend, and she was able to read it, and she was able to show it to me. And you can see your path and different things. But at some point those images disappeared. So they were just for the moment and for my eyes at that time. And so I know that that is the sacredness and the special um, that comes, that gift, that your friend experiences, the phenomenal, the mystery, mm -hmm. the unknown. And this is where it's a sacred walk for you in spirit. It's that gift for you from them. So just give, again, give the gratitude, welcome them back express how you wish to have them communicate with you. Um, I want to ask answer one question from DJ really quick here. How do you access your intuition in the midst of chronic pain? Do you want to answer that one or do you want me to hold space for that? You, you go ahead. You, you let me know. It's interesting because a lot of people would think it would be harder because of the pain but I almost think the pain could cause you to transcend, you know, you could cause you to transcend into a different space within your mind, you know, that, so you can move into that space. But I know for, 
in, in other words, it can really like open something up for you, if that makes sense. Because typically when we're in very heavy emotional experiences, in your case is a very heavy physical experience, but it's gonna cause a very emotional response that can really open up your intuition quite a bit. So I do feel like you already are very intuitive too. Um, but um, I, I kind of feel into a little bit of like, you know, trance or hypnosis for you too. Cause you know, women right. go into hypnosis for childbirth and they don't feel anything. And they're just, they're learning to move their mind into a very altered state. And you think that would be very hard, but with practice, you actually could do it. Right. You actually could do it. I see a lot of potential there, but I'm really sorry that you're having to go through that. That's not an easy path or journey to take to be in constant pain all the time. It's it's really difficult. So God bless you. Right. God bless you, DJ. Um, I'm going to share a personal piece of my story. There were some things that I went through that were physical that I was working through. And as I started my journey early on was with a hypnosis and a trance healer. And when I learned you can invite spirit closer to do that deeper trance healing, I welcomed it every day. So DJ, I know that there's mm -hmm. an intent to welcome spirit to come into bringing that deeper healing and to bring that blend. And I know that yes, emotions come up. So if you go into a trance healing, if there is something emotionally affecting you physically, the trance will help with that. Welcome that spirit. Mm -hmm. blend. Welcome them to come in that closeness to allow the energy to go exactly precisely in the way that it needs to. And I'm very sorry that you are um, you're in that place and you're experiencing that discomfort. As Jennifer said, God bless you. And just every day make that intent and, and trust that it's happening. Just let it come in. So mm -hmm. I leave you with that, that. And I thank yeah. you for asking that There's question. Some. There's some music you might want to check out, DJ. There's uh, Marconi Union Weightless, M-A-R-C-O-N-I Union, and it's weightless. It's very trance-like music. I think that might be beneficial. There's also the MRM team with the brain waves. They've got like, you know, the delta waves, the theta waves out. And I have a feeling that might be beneficial for you as well to kind of play around with those a little bit. But there's something with like the binaural beats that'll help you kind of really get into the rhythm and just tune into your own heartbeat, tune into your own breath, not just the breath here, but the breath here and focus in on that. And you might be like, well, that makes me feel the pain more, but I just, if you can maybe do it in little bits at a time, you can build up to it. Cause there is a lot of potential for you there. You're very, right. you're very, DJ's very got a lot of spirit around him. Right. I definitely yeah. felt that. Um, yeah. The breath of fire is what comes to my mind when you speak that, that, mm -hmm. that condoling, that breath of fire. And, and it's kind of like a panting. Exactly. It's a panting that cleanses the blood. And so it's, mm -hmm. it's something you can look up. Union Weightless team got them. Viola Beats, wonderful suggestion. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And of course, yeah. still work very close with your doctors. Um, look at where the um, information is coming to you. So if you're working with something physical, really focus on that root, that earth star chakra. Really allow the energy to come in and bring healing to the physical. Make the intent to come to my physical body, into the blood, into the bones, into the muscles, into mm -hmm. the tissues. Where do you want the energy to go? And, and then also, mm -hmm. Also, with trance, they're going to know automatically what to do. You don't even have to just say, you say, spirit, just come. Libby, Libby Cook has an amazing trance um, session, uh, two minutes, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, 1130 Pacific Standard Time, 730 UK time. Um, you're, everyone is open and welcome. The more, the merrier. I jump into that all the time. And I know um, the moment I learned that we can bring in that that deeper healing with spirit, I, I never stop. So God bless you. Um, Charles, God bless you. You you know, you also say it's that you've had chronic pain, but you have the abilities. I feel that um, spirit is always there. Yes, DJ. Mm -hmm. And if you follow my page, you'll see everyone's posting circles and her circle is posted. So trust me, the link is always going to be there. So um, it's a reoccurring link. Uh, what a beautiful time that we shared together, Jennifer. You are like an awesome rock star in honor of spirit <laughs> community. Like I am so honored to have you. It was here. a lot of lot of fun here being with you, Debbie. But you're my girl, so I, you know, I'll do anything with you. <laughs> well, she shifts me out of my comfort zone. Everybody, <laughs> we she don't she don't know it yet, but we're about to go to some Queen Mary soon. Oh. <laughs> 
I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. See, I love this stuff. I went, if there's a loud bang in my room, I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. You know, that, like that makes my. <laughs> oh. Yes. So she's saying 6.30, Deb. 6.30, UK. No, Libby's is, oh, you're right, friend. 10.30, excuse me. Yeah. I'm thinking of something, correction here. Delete, delete, delete. 6.30, UK time. 10.30 Pacific Standard Time. I wouldn't know what to do without my girl, Kaza, here, making sure between her, Eddie, and Joe, they all got my back to make sure I'm getting into my circles. So DJ, correction, 6.30 UK, 10.30 Pacific Standard Time. We all of you, so much love to you. I thank you kindly for tuning in onto Things Network, Transcend with Debbie. Much love. Take care. Thank you, Jennifer B, for being here. Bye, everyone. Oh, me. thanks for having me, Debbie. I really appreciate it. And thanks for coming, everybody. Lots of love to you all. Yes. Much love, everybody. Take care.